Welcome to The Common Rounds, medical education for medical students by medical students. Last time we talked about pericardial effusions as well as the important physical sign, pulsus paradoxus. While we emphasized how important it is to identify pulsus paradoxus in patients so that we can pick out the patients with cardiac tamponade, after recording the episode I felt that it was important for us to tell you guys as well how to identify pulsus paradoxus on physical examination. Pulsus paradoxus is a palpable dampening of the radial pulse on inspiration. It's not really a paradox, but rather an exaggeration of the normal inspiratory decrease in blood pressure. This decrease occurs because the negative intrapleural pressure during inspiration causes an increased venous return to fill the right side of the heart, which results in the bowing of the septum to the left side, decreasing the filling in the left heart. In the normal heart, the consequence of this phenomenon is known as ventricular interdependence, and there is a mildly decrease in stroke volume and blood pressure during inspiration. The opposite changes occurs during expiration. However, during cardiac tamponade, ventricular interdependence is exaggerated because high pericardial pressure compresses the entire heart. During inspiration, the left heart filling is more dramatically restricted because of the right heart fillings. Pulses paradoxes can be detected by palpating the radial pulse and also noting an inspiratory dampening of the pulse during normal respiration. However, it is most commonly measured using a manual sphygmomanometer and there is a special trick to it. So during normal respirations, the examiner slowly deflates the sphygmomanometer cuff while listening for the first Krokov sounds. In pulses paradoxus, these sounds are initially intermittent and respirophasic, meaning that they become only audible during expiration. This is because the systolic blood pressure is lower during inspiration. As the cuff further deflates, these Krotkov sounds become audible throughout the respiratory cycle, meaning that you can hear them both in inspiration and expiration. So in order to tell how big this pulses paradoxus drop is, the examiner should record the systolic blood pressure when the Krotkov sounds are first audible intermittently during expiration, then also record the systolic blood pressure when the Krotkov sounds are constantly audible. You subtract the difference between the two, and you should get the drop in blood pressure. So to interpret this physical finding, a difference greater than 10 millimeters mercury between the initial detection on expiration and constant presence of respiratory sounds is known as pulses paradoxus. And the significance is that if a patient does have pulses paradoxus and also a pericardial effusion, they are more likely to have a cardiac tamponade. Thanks for listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Andy. If you like this talk, check out more of our episodes on our podcast, as well as on YouTube under Common Rounds. We'll see you next time. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer, Gautam, and our co-editor, Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.